Hey there, bows and ghouls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here with a spellbinding episode talking about season three of Sabrina. Join us on a chilling adventure as we surprise each other because this is, I think, the first time we've done a Hollow Weekly episode in a long time where we have no idea what each other thinks of what we're about to talk about. crazy it came out a week and a day ago and yeah like we fi- we binged it like in like two days so like it already feels like like like, like, like i'm actually what, now that we're recording I'm like wait how much do i remember <laughs> this oh it'll come back to you when we're talking about it but but i mean and that the thing is that there's two things causing that effect one is you binged it and then moved on and then the second thing is i would love for you to try to explain the plot of this season in like a 30 second blitz because that would be hilarious, right? Because there, I, there's like 85 plot lines in this. Thing. There's a lot of jelly in this donut. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Like all of it. There's some things in there that were a little like, Ugh. but okay. Let, let me actually let me try to explain in 30 seconds. But like, spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no spoiler alert. There's no. I mean, hold on. Let me get a timer up because I want to be true to the 30 seconds. You because, can't explain. Well, you we're gonna even, see how far you can't can even get. touch on what happened to like three characters in 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Right. And I'm gonna do this so you can see it too. Yeah, okay, yeah. Ready? Okay, so this season, Sabrina has to go get her boyfriend, Nick Scratch, back from hell. She goes down there successfully, uh, and the, but he's kind of a whiny little bitch. And then uh, the dude made out of clay, what's his name? Uh, Caliban. Caliban. Uh, he looks like some kind of Hollister model from <laughs> PacSun models, what I think I called him. Uh, <laughs> he, he challenges Sabrina to three things to rule hell. Um why would uh, she be ruling the out? devil's trying to do things because she's a queen and uh <laughs> hilda turns into a fly and it's cronenberg and that's it that's that's all <laughs> damn it that's just, i got i didn't get far at all dude i did not get far i didn't even mention the <laughs> circus no or the pagans right no right exactly or right or 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 jesus or like oh i mean uh, there is so much insane no. Shit that happens. There's a lot. So what's your let's let's do the hollow can we go treatment. Just off the okay. jump, give me what you would rate Sabrina in general, like Rotten Tomatoes school. Yeah, in general. And across then this all, and then this season. Across all seasons no, in general? Just the for season one and two combined and then this season. Season one and two combined. Um season one was super awesome, super amazing. That's like a ninety. Cool. Uh season two, I'd say it's like a ninety three. Cool. You know, it's just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I say, is like a 89, 85, 85 to 90. Interesting. 85. I would actually say 86. Okay. Uh, it's still really amazing. Yep. Uh, okay, but what about you? What are you? Well, I'm not going to do that yet because I, I want I want to do something. I will do it. <laughs> okay. I'll get to it, but I want to do something first. But before we okay. do that, I, the only other thing, I, like right off the top of my head, I'm curious about for, from you is, so I... I felt like this was the scariest season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is it the scariest season? Because if it is, the, I felt like it was more horror than any of the other seasons. There was a lot of uh, cool. There's a lot of cool monsters. Yep. Um, like, especially like the three dudes that ended up helping Sabrina yep. at the end. They were great. The pagans were great. The little um, uh, snake bitch was real cool. Um there was definitely a lot more like horror stuff. A lot of so lot, it was it yeah. was it felt more horror, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Because that I mean, that's in the end of the day, 
even if you don't feel like something was executed as well as the things before, the fact that it's trending towards more horror is a good sign for us. And lo- love Lovecraftian. Right. Definitely Lovecraftian. And like, okay. Now, before I do, this is what I wanted to do before I do a rating, because I want to ask a general hypothetical question prompted by Sabrina. Gotcha. And the question is, how flawed does a flaw have to be? No, I'm saying it wrong. How good does something have to be to overcome a flaw no matter how bad? So I'll give you an example, right? Let's say that you loved, unlike me, the the 90s It miniseries, yeah. right? But with the ridiculous ending, right, is it all ruined or can you still enjoy it? So I felt like this is by far the most flawed season. There was so much shit in this there season some... that I had real problems with, right? Yeah. But then it made it really made me think like... Are there things that just overcome flaws because they're so good at the other things they do? So Stephen King, legendarily for years, if not decades, couldn't ever figure out how to end a book. Right. Basically, right? So like when when you're reading The Shining and you realize that he just blew up the Overlook Hotel instead of, you know, if you hadn't read it and you just went by the movies... And then he blew up Salem's Lot, and then he blew up Christine the guy, and then he blew up, like, right? right? Like, but it doesn't sink the books, right? Yeah. So, like, there are serious flaws in this season, but they don't sink the season. Is that kind of fair where we're at? I think that's I think that's fair. Is there anything you've enjoyed so much, but it had one thing that just so bad it just ruined the whole thing for you? No, mm-hmm. I'm super optimistic about a lot of things. <laughs> Even if something sucks, I just kind of go, oh, that sucks. <laughs> And then I move on. That part sucked, but you you're gonna hold on to yeah, the good. I can hold on to the good. Okay. Like when you said the it miniseries, like overall, like I don't think it's that entertaining, but like right. there's a handful of clips I think are really entertaining. Oh, yeah, for so sure. yeah, but like there, it But has, it doesn't ruin it for you because you you don't like you don't walk away from it being like fuck that. So there th- this is gonna date this episode, but like apropos of this is there's a lot of controversy of that that relatively new movie that just came out a couple weeks ago called The Turning. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of what happened with this movie. So it's based on Turn of the Screw, which is a great Henry Jam story. And it's the similar plot to like the others, right? Because it's right. the same kind, it's the same source material. And have you heard about the ending? So basically the turning goes, and it's a really, really good movie. Even the people who don't it's like it. That's what Mike it, Flanagan's doing for season two, right? Uh, the, no, the turning is... House? Isn't it based on? I th- oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't I even. Think it's, I think I've that. read that space, but I could be wrong. No, that, I mean, that makes sense because almost everyone who does like classic horror like hill house eventually gets around to the henry james story right but but so the but the point is so the turning from all accounts even most of the reviews i've read that hate it said that the turning is really really good but then they sopranos ending it the movie just ends oh like literally stops like the right? projection like the projection is actually like goes black <laughs> yeah right? so so and and it pissed people off so bad that they were like i'm giving this a low rating because it was great, but then what the hell? So, like, the question is, and because I think this is a re- I think this is, Sabrina has always been flawed to me, but way better than the flaws. But this season amped up both the good and then the flaws. I think they cancel each other right? out. Okay, fair enough. Because, like, the way you're describing the turning is, like, it just feels like a, like a real big case of blue balls. Yeah. And, like, that's understandable. <laughs> that's... I, I mean, I guess. They they said the director said that her defense was that she didn't want it to be like any other horror movie. <laughs> which is Nailed true. it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, let's get to Sabrina. So, okay. My rating for Sabrina is, is well, and, and, and a lot of that to me is, is 
I'm not familiar with the source material for Sabrina. Same. I haven't read but the But I feel so. like the comics lead to a lot of this. Like, that, the people making this couldn't avoid it because it's coming from a comic which obviously has a lot of these flaws, similar to Walking Dead, right? Where there's just flaws you can't escape when you're dealing with that kind of source material. But that's fine. So my feeling is that I really liked season one, but in retrospect, I felt like I might have been given season one a little more credit rating-wise because I hadn't seen anything else like that, really. Yeah. So I would put that at, like, mid-80s, and then I would put season two at a really solid 90, low 90s. And then this season, I'm also putting it low 90s. Wild. Better than the first season, but way more aggravating than the first season, which is just bizarre to me. So... The, the thing is, like, let's. There's no way to cover the plot lines of this. No, like I tried like, in 30 like, seconds. Like, no, I, I literally hit like one and a half. But basically, the 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 split that's always been inherent of Sabrina, where she wants to be a student, have a regular teenager life, and she also wants to be a witch and and participate in like the satanic side of things. That gulf is widened, where now she literally is leading two parallel lives, basically side mm-hmm. by side. So. She's on and off becoming the queen of hell, theoretically. And then she's also really even more involved with her friends than I felt like. I felt like there was a big stretch of season one where she wasn't involved with her friends at all. Mm-hmm. So I like that she's always been in contact with her friends in this one. They really, really there's a way, right? And mm-hmm. they've given, I like the powers, like the, the one girl, she has like, was it clairvoyance or yep. whatever it is? Like, I love that. Yeah, totally. So I love all that. And then, and then to me, the season hangs on the fact that there's a couple really interesting things going on here. So first of all, they're just burying men. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying like, basically what happens is the women are winning any base, almost any outcome. You can just, if you were just, if you were placing bets on Sabrina, like a boxing match, mm-hmm. you'd be like, who's going to be rule hell Caliban, the dude or Sabrina. All right, Sabrina, who's going to beat, who's going to beat the dark Lord? Like Blackwood or Madam Satan? Madam Satan, fine. Like, right. <laughs> like basically, it's just going that way, right? So, I think that's important because because I I like forget listening to this right now. Forget whether you agree or disagree with that premise. Just focus on the fact that I like when a piece of art has some kind of ruling philosophy behind it. It has a reason, a purpose for being. Right. They're trying to accomplish something, right? It's not just a cash grab or it's not just let's do a bunch of jump scares or not whatever. So even if it's totally misguided, which which in a lot of horror movies, the philosophy behind it could be like a cannibal holocaust. I don't like the philosophy behind a cannibal holocaust, right? But if it's got a philosophy and that's what it's trying to accomplish, I already give it like a credit for that, right? Fair so enough, this, yeah. this has that credit part. And then the second thing is it keeps... So what's amazing about, I like the Stephen King parallel because one thing that Stephen King does that a lot of people don't catch him on, they caught him early on it and talked about it, but everyone gave up because he just became the king. Like he's unstoppable, right? Is that he steals so many of his good ideas from elsewhere and just barely disguises them, right? So like Pet Cemetery is Monkey's Paw. It also has the Wendigo myth in it, right? And he, so he's doing like, he, I think he said The Shining or one of the books was based on Poe's Mask of the Red Death. So he's basically taking mythological ideas like the Wendigo and repurposing it into his thing. And by the time he's changed it enough, you don't really notice that that's what he's doing. Like right. Salem's Lot is Dracula. I mean, it's almost the plot of Dracula, but you don't really know. You know it's vampires, but you're like, this is not, you didn't know it was a rewrite of Dracula, but as Stephen King said, it's a rewrite of Dracula, right? Right. So Sabrina is taking all of this stuff from Lovecraft, 
from mythology, from from uh, like demonology, from like whatever, and it's moving it in. So in this one, it went nuts with that. All of a sudden, we had Medusa, we had Jesus, we had I mean, we had Greek myths, we had we had ancient myths, we had Christian Christian like uh, iconography. It was, it was it was more of like a hobo Jesus. It wasn't. Well, I mean, in his portrayal, but the fact that we were actually at the crucifixion scene was pretty heavy, <laughs> right? How many how many shows oh, did yeah, you watch last go, year that, that that reenacted the crucifixion of Jesus? Seven, seven shows. <laughs> You're lying. Yeah, this is us took a really weird turn. <laughs> I saw it on Cops, but it was just, <laughs> it was just a meth guy. So, but, it was, but but hopefully it was just a meth guy. Jesus. It was in Kentucky. So yeah, but here's the thing. So like they're taking all these amazing things and bringing them into. I forget what the guy that was running the pagans was. Remind me. He had a power because he's a very specific figure. Oh, he's the uh, great god Pan. He was uh, the green the man. Go- the goat. No, he was the great god Pan. They were bringing the green man back. Uh, but the guy who was running. I know nothing it, about this guy. So the, this cir- is on... the circus guy was the great god Pan. He was the one who looked like a goat and was playing a flute. And if you looked straight at him, you went crazy, right? Gotcha. Okay, I, I didn't. I didn't understand. I mean, he's that. actually a god, and that's very similar to like what a Wonder Woman's doing, where Wonder Woman is actually a goddess, right? Right. So, so they're bringing in gods. They're bringing it from all these different myths and they're bringing them in. And it's just insane to try to mix these things in a recipe. It would be like doing a recipe for coffee and being like one gallon coffee, one gallon sugar, one gallon cream, one gallon meth. All right, coffee time. And you're like, wait, too much? And and what? what? So like that's kind of what they're doing. And the fact that they even pull it off at all, the fact that it makes any sense at all is a miracle and kind of cool. I think it's still... It's still got that atmosphere that I love. I will say I will say this. The only thing aside from we'll let's talk about the music real quick. Yes. The musical scenes, like the mm-hmm. the garage band. I thought mm-hmm. the garage band stuff was kinda of dumb, but I didn't mind Kind of. <laughs> like I thought that part was dumb. Fucking off. The cheerleading music, that part made to me made sense because at least sure. it had a purpose and like the payoff totally. at the end with the cheerleaders. But it was just like, do we really need to see <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag? Like no. You know, it's fine. But no, but so for those who haven't seen it, they th- this show decided to do what David Lynch did with Twin Peaks of the Return and just have full on musical numbers. Like yeah. we would we would just show up in a scene and there would be a Harvey Kinkle and, and friends playing out in like their in their basement and then I would wait for it to cut away and then four minutes fifty four minutes thirty seconds later the song would be over. I'm like, did we just watch an entire <laughs> concert? So like, and I feel I feel like I feel like they you know, listening to them, it, it lasts longer. You're just kind of like, oh god. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like when you got to take a barrel dump and like the light lasts longer. Awesome. Um, that part was weird, but I didn't like. I that part didn't make me like hate it at all. I was like, oh, okay, it's still it's in that Riverdale universe kind of thing. And Riverdale sure. has like Josie and the Pussycats and that kind of stuff. So like, that's fine. Well, and, and anyone who's making content now is trying to make pieces of it that you can separate out and put online separately. So. Yeah, and like that's cool. Like right. some people were like really hated it. I just kind of, yeah, <laughs> right. I just kind of bumped on it. Um, <laughs> I still, I don't know why, dude. Like I loved the actor who plays Harvey Kinkle so much in My Friend Dahmer. Yep. I still hate Harvey yeah, Kinkle. He's the worst. Uh, why is it? I he's don't. He's the worst character. On and they and they television. made Nick Scratch kind of insufferable towards the end there. Nick Scratch always had that potential, and then he went full on insufferable for you. Yeah, for sure. The, bo- the boyfriends in this series, they come like <laughs> they all, all terrible. But, but so let me let me 
Let me play devil's advocate. No okay. pun intended for this. So this happened to me halfway through because I've been hating on Harvey Kinkle from the start. I've okay. been hating on almost all the male characters except for Blackwood for the whole course of the seasons Blackwood that I've been watching this, right? Cool. And um, I even hated, like, Miss um, Wardwell's first husband, the one, like... The principal? Yeah, whatever he is. The, like, I, 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 I pretty much don't like any of the male characters in this. And I think that, but but then when I was watching the season halfway through, I felt something weird happen, and I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute!" I'm like, all these male characters are annoying and way shallower than the female characters, who are better drawn and more complicated and better dialogue and like whatever, better motivations. And then like the male characters, something would happen where they would something bad would happen, and they would be like put out, and then a new male character would show up. In this season, it was Caliban, right? who is a possible love interest for Sabrina as it starts out, obviously he's he's into her and like whatever. So, and then I realized I didn't care. I didn't care if Caliban replaced Harvey. I didn't care. I didn't care. And then I realized they didn't care, the female characters. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is on purpose. (laughs) Like they're making these characters dumb and insufferable on purpose. Except, except, and I don't know if he has a gender, uh, Hobgoblin. To- totally, we, we and that's I, a great plot line. I loved that. That's guy. a great plot line. He was he was so you hated him when you were hating him, and right. then when he flipped sides, you were like, oh, you were like, oh, glad you're here. Don't leave on I'm this on, side, I'm right? On board. No, absolutely. We got the flash on our side. He was fantastic, right? So, and then the Blackwood equivalent over in the, in the pagan side. I liked him too. So, and yeah. so anyone who's like Blackwood level, I like. And then and then anyone who's like the outsider, I like. And the people who are the regular day-to-day got boys just going to school, doing whatever, I fucking hate all of them. And I'm like, wait, that can't be accidental because it's 100%. It's like they've never missed. And I'm like, you know, in horror movies, the interchangeable characters, like the famous thing in Star Trek is the, the red shirt. Red shirts, right? yeah. But it's in horror movies. You have the characters that are just there to die. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what was going on here, but they're pretending it's not. And I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but what, well, however it is, it's working like it wouldn't horror. And movie. it makes it, I just don't care what happens to them. And it makes it and fr- it's great. Fresh. Yeah. Right. No, I do like that. I will say this though. I did. So I still think Harvey's probably one of the more boring characters, yeah. but I do think the end of this season uh, he got a little bit interesting when uh, his curse to give up his love for the one girl didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, for me, I was like, oh shit, that like, was cool. Like I, I did, I did like that, and I liked when he went to kill. Um, what was her name? The snake lady. I want. So that's Medusa. But so, that's literally Medusa. Okay, so it is. They Medusa. called her the Gorgon, and that's the name of Medusa. Okay, so I liked it when like because I keep wanting to call her. There was a we used to play League of Legends, and there was a character named Cassiopeia or Cassiopeia. That's- from Greek mythology, same story. Okay, mm-hmm. so I keep wanting to call her Cassie because that was what we called her for short. Like, okay, <laughs> target Cassie. She's gonna, right. sp- you know, use her magic damage. Um, I liked when he tried to do the mirror thing, like yep. just like in the story, and then she broke it, and she's like, no. no. <laughs> I love that. I love that they changed, like they changed Jesus' crucifixion scene. They changed how you kill the Medusa because every scene that's ever been portrayed of the Medusa, you're using a mirror or a reflective and a shield. To, to take her down in this one. She's like, nope, I've been through that. <laughs> smash, <laughs> smash your mirror. I've read the book. Right? Which was great. And then, like, for example, so I want to drill down on the pagans for a second. Because, okay. because 
I was I was pretty disappointed in the Green Man plot, but that could also be on purpose because the Green Man, which also is an amazing song by a band called XTC. If you haven't heard it, Google XTC. Green what Man is the Green Man? I, like I, I so I, the Green so- Man myth is sort of like a druid thing. It, it's it's way way back, like more ancient than Christ, and it's basically worshiping nature, nature, but like the male version. It's the male version of Mother Nature, but evil. Right. Gotcha. So, like, if you heard the XTC Green Man song, the chorus is something like, um, "Please to bow down for the the one called the Green Man. He's you're his child, and he's your God, and he has ultimate say over everything you do." So he's a. Re- I mean, he's supposed to be a really potent force. Think of like anything you've seen from the movie Annihilation. That's the Green Man. Everything will just get overcome with gotcha. growth. And turn into chaos, and then he just controls it all, sort of like Poison Ivy and, and the Batman thing really were, right? Right. So that's kind of his deal. And and basically, he, nothing happened <laughs> because they never got to raise him, and we didn't get to see what happened. But again, I started to get that the happening vibe where I'm like, are we fighting plants? <laughs> and in this with season, them holding like, the, the, some of the people captive in the Green Man, you get yep. a little Wicker Man in there. I totally get it. Right. Which yeah, is I was picking up the sure. most on because I wasn't familiar with the... For sure, Wicker Man. But... If you put the Green Man thing aside, the pagans themselves were amazing. The scene where they interrupted the hair moon ritual. Oh, and then yeah. the witches and the pagans are kind of like... Oh, whatever. my gosh. That alone was worth the whole season. That entire sequence was amazing. And then when they sent the like peace pie over and, and they were getting wiped out in the woods by the pagans and all the witches they were sending were getting driven mad or like whatever... That was legitimately horror, right? And and really well done. And the tension was through the roof. And the, the tension, roof. the visuals, like the above camera shot of them trying to raise the hair moon and all the witches in a circle laying down and all that was just gorgeously shot, right? And, and the effect of them like having like the glowiness go through them looked good. Amazing. I, you know what's funny is when they ate the pie and the moon started chunking away. Yep. I was totally in for it. That like, was so slick. Because like yeah. it was like it could have came off like super cheese. Like they're taking totally. chunks out of the boot. But, but I'm, no, still, I'm like, was, no! The, the it was so is. slick because the single most fundamental tenet of magic, like the very first magic that mankind has ever put into words and said, the first principle of magic is as above, so below. That's literally the first sentence of magic. That's where all magic comes from is that principle. And then it got more sophisticated and turned into like Harry Potter and all that shit. But when Neanderthals and whatever was happening back then were coming out and they were just forming words, one of the weirdos was there like, you know, it's not, it hasn't rained in days. I'll make it rain. And he took a stick and he put it in some water and he raised it up and he shook it. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, as above, so below. I'm going to shake rain here and it's going to make rain up there. Like that's magic, right? That's where we invented magic. So the fact that this show is doing that like that core principle is so cool, and it's so un- it shows they understand what what they're doing and the material they're working with. You right? also somehow described civilization's first weirdo. <laughs> I did. He's sort of shaking a stick and everyone's like, "Keep an eye out on uh, Tong Tong." And then it there. rained, and then they all started worshiping him and coming over advice. <laughs> and then he, and then he's kid. So, so that I mean, the fact that they have that going on, but that any of those sequences where they're doing that, whether with with like Blackwood and his egg, or it's the the pagans even behind the scenes of their circus that that part that whole setup all, was that whole setup was great it, it made me it made me really uh, miss the only half season of American Horror Story I liked which was the freak show because mm-hmm. like the the circus setups in horror films are always gonna be fun totally I've not, even even like shitty horror films that take place during a circus are fun yep that's the only time circuses are good <laughs> is when it's not a real circus Agreed. it's just in a horror movie Agreed. the pa- no the pagans were 
I, I liked the steady flow of season baddies that we had. Yes. That is what I think Sabrina's strength has always been. Oh, and even um, the... Oh, I love this part. Uh, towards the end of the season when... Um, who's the one monster who you see in the very beginning of like... Maybe episode one, season one. Haga or uh, Beelz- Beelzebub. Beelzebub? Uh, okay. No, is it Beelzebub? No. no. It's a stupid name. It's the sleep demon. She came back. I don't remember that, but yeah, at the very end, she she uh, Sabrina uh, grabs her because I think they have her in like her pantry and like this red powder, and she uses her. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. Yeah, that was her okay. way back in the day, and that was a great scene from season one. I loved right. seeing her again. I liked seeing the principal when the students went to hell. Oh my god, the hair moon scene is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to get to her doing the trial for to rule hell because that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but can we talk about the kids in hell? How they portrayed kid so- like. Mortals walking through hell. Yep. I love that they use dead people's shoes. Yep. And the one guy called him on. He was like, "That's a great tactic." Yep. <laughs> that was a- awesome. That was such a good strategy and such a like well thought through. Yeah, for sure. And I loved when um, what is the name of the one uh, the one uh, boy, the girl, the tra- the person who had a transition through the season. Uh, I can't. I mean, I'll look it up. What I can't it? remember off the top of my head. Although, although Wait. that that great acting. I mean, that whole cast. Even when the characters are annoying, the cast is good. Yeah, they're they're all great. I li- actually I actually really like Sabrina's friends this season. I thought they had. Well, no, season two was good. But anyways, when he saw uh, his uncle getting pecked at by the crows. Yes. Yes, ter- that, that made me feel. Oh, like- and I right, and we haven't even mentioned. So that's all of that is from Dante's Inferno, which is the single greatest depiction of hell in literature, and they're doing that too. I mean, they have so much good. And shit. then the Lovecraft stuff, I'm like on top. The Lovecraft of it. Just, stuff. And, and then the Cronenberg fly. Right. I mean, well, te- that te- sequence te- went on te- way too technically long. Technically, spider. But the Cronenberg that they did. It was cool, but it went on way too long. But but I agree. But but the amazing thing is, we could talk <laughs> about this. And, and try to do justice to it and complain about the flaw. I mean, not complain, but like point out flaws or things that rubbed us the wrong way. We could do this for an hour and there will be entire characters we wouldn't even talk about. I know. We started, like we, we haven't talked about Ambrose. We haven't talked about, right. We haven't talked about, <laughs> the we, devil. we haven't talked about Prudence who is amazing in oh this, my God, she's, in this yeah. season. Right. Like, I mean, there are so many things going on in the show. So, but one of the things was the, the fly thing with Hildy was, was cool until it was, until it went off forever. But, um, the, th- one of the things I like about Hildy and I'm trying to think of what the parallel to this is in the horror movie realm is I think Hildy might be the scariest character in the entire season, entire Sabrina universe. She seems like the kindest, but when she goes savage, she gets this killer stare, this not blinking killer stare, and then it's like she has saved up every bad thing she's ever wanted to do someone because she's so nice, and then she just unleashes it in like a really quick laser and then goes back to being nice again. And she's really intimidating. She is. I, <laughs> when she throws down, she's intimidating, right? Hildy, which is weird because my friend that I play games with, who I grew up with, his last name is Hildenbrand, and we oh. called him Hildy forever. Oh, so, oh, which is like a pretty unique name. Yeah, totally. And so then hearing them throw out Hildy throughout the series, I'm like, really? that's the name. That's what we call my friend. You're like, how dare you? Copyright. Um, but she, the, she gets revenge on the pagans where she does a voodoo thing where she basically breaks someone limb by limb by limb down like vertebrae by vertebrae and, oh, tooth and, and tooth. just the sheer almost like 
dispassionate joy with which she gets her revenge. I'm telling you, she is if if of all the characters I've met in the universe, she's the one I least want to mess with. And I do think her relationship with Mr. Z, what's his name? Mr. Z. Mr. Z. I think I I one I love that character. I can't believe he's not related to Taiko Watiti or whatever. Totally. It just and, looks, but he's a great character. Um, but I was asking Alex. I want to see how he felt about this. Um, I'm glad he's still alive. But do you think he maybe should have died? Because when uh, at the end of the season, so remember they go. They, she goes back in time, and uh, he, she never, or Hildy never. Killed oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agre- I, I, I agree. I, I, but like I'm there's torn, no I'm torn. stakes to anyone dying in this show, that, and I, I feel that a little bit. I mm-hmm. and and it's still not enough to knock me for hating it. But like part of me is like I love their relationship. I want to see them do more with it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think his death could have triggered Hildy in the next season going full fucking savage. Well, and the weird thing is we were just talking about how kind of disposable <clears throat> disposable some of the characters are, particularly the male characters, but they don't get rid of anybody. They're just adding more and more. One of the reasons the plot's so extremely complicated now is we haven't lost anybody, <laughs> basically. And even when you lose them, they get resurrected or they come back in a time loop or something stupid. I mean, both so- the aunts get resurrected. Or in one it's, form or yeah, another. Yeah, ter- I mean, it's honestly terrible. But that 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 to me that that feels like something that might be age group related. Well, who this is written for? I don't think. Like, it, right. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I I I sort of forgive it just because we're dealing with heaven and hell and souls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I sort of forgive it. But I, it's 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 just a hair above the line of like, okay, come on, like, can we not yes. keep relying on this? Can we can we next season? Here's what I want from next season. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm jumping like towards the end of the episode, but okay. I just want to throw this in there because sure. I want to see what you say. Um, we got to go to heaven. Oh, yeah. We, we got to go to heaven next season. Like, please. Well, they're hinting that that's kind of coming. I yeah, think. they're going cosmic with the next yeah, season. But we got to go totally. because I We miss- already have hell. We have the kings of hell. We met the kings of hell. By the way, the kings of hell are super disappointing. So, I, I mean, like, I, I like the characters. Look. Yeah, no, no. The what characters the are cool. I, I mean, they're purposely disappointing. I, it's on purpose because. So, here's the other thing. This is one of the fascinating things that it, I don't think a lot of people. I've, I haven't heard anyone talk about this. But one of the things I find really, really interesting is. Whose point of view is this story told from? I think that's one of the most fascinating things about this show, right? So don't don't think of a character. I'm, th- right. I'm thinking of like like age group wise and like kind of like whatever because I feel like a lot of the show is looking up from a kid's point of view up at adults. Like I feel like it's like a gaze tilted upwards. Like, and the reason I'm saying that is that this show more than any show I have ever seen in my life is obsessed with hierarchy. And gradations and ranks. They've got more ranks than the military. Everyone's <laughs> the sub prefect of the ministry of the thing. Like Harry Potter had it a little bit, but this show is obsessed with it. And it reminded me of like when I was a kid and we were, we would get like the neighborhood kids would play war and everyone would have to be like a corporal or a sergeant or like a general or like whatever. And you're like, is that what's happening here? Like, the, like, like when you haven't experienced like, full adulthood yet all of these ranks and threshold things and you're eligible for this and when can you get drafted your cousins your teachers like but i feel like the point of view of the show is looking at things and taking everything as like a badge or a rank or a promotion or a thing and it's just obsessed with and they talk about it forever there are literally blocks of dialogue like minutes long where people are trying to figure out are you the queen or the princess or the or the regent or the 
Yeah, I'm like, what's happening? Why, why do we care? <laughs> like, what's going on? But everyone's got like their place in the system and a and a thing, and everyone's trying to rebel against their place in that system. It's definitely, that's definitely. I mean, I think what you just, just described is like being a teenager. You're looking at all these ranks. You're like, this means fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone sucks. <laughs> that's exactly right, and I think that's one of the best things about the show. And I think it also leads. To some really weird stuff where it's got that Peter Pan vibe where no one can die and no one can really get hurt, no mm-hmm. one which is a huge detriment from the horror side of things, but like is true to their philosophy. And again, I would rather something be true to its philosophy, even if it's going to disappoint me as a horror fan. I would rather it stay true to its philosophy because when you betray the reason why you're making something in the first place, now it's just broken. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I mean, that's why I rank this higher than the first season is I think they're just going way further down the path of what they believe in. And what they believe in is apparently, you know, 18 ranks of, 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 you know, what's funny is I, I, I was thinking to myself, like, why do I like season one as much as I, I do other than the fact, uh, I felt like season one and, and, I thought maybe I, I wasn't feeling this season, but like as we're talking about, I'm like, no, this season's so hot. Season one had this like mischievous haze over it. Where like, and I think maybe that was just the honeymoon phase where it's like, I'm going to learn all these characters. And I was, I was exactly thinking that, right. I was thinking like this season, like it wasn't as mischievous, but like now that we're talking, I'm like, no, it was pretty, it totally, <laughs> it totally, pretty much was. It totally was. And that's why like the thing with Hildy turning into the spider was really cool because that actress can pull it off. Like when yeah. she was disguising herself as normal we knew what she looked like and she was hanging out with mr z and he thought she looked normal and when she was doing their playful banner and they're flirting with each other or whatever she gave it like that little hint of sadness behind where she knows what's happening but it was so subtle like way more subtle than you would expect from a show like this and it's those moments that put this into greatness, right? It's like what, I can't ever say her name, but it's what Vera Formiga or whatever her name is did for Bates Motel, right? It's the oh, same yeah. kind of effect. It's just you got at a you got great acting going on and they're making it like a next level thing. Like if you think about, I forget her name too, but Hilda's sister. Zelda. Uh, Zelda. When you think about Zelda, so she's not really that subtle. She's she's more kind of like she's, doing the scenery and, yeah. and with her cigarette holder or whatever. But think about that amazing moment where she gets shot Mm-hmm. And takes a drag on her cigarette while she's going down. <laughs> I love like that. it was pure attitude. That's pure glorious attitude. That's something like Betty Davis would have done, right? In 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 a Hollywood like noir, right? Like I mean, it was just great. And to 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 flip the opposite side of that, mm-hmm. so her first death uh, was really well done. Uh, but I also liked the plot that they sort of kind of fucked with, but not a whole lot, uh, with her basically getting an empty nest. Yes. Hildy's leaving. Sabrina's got to go run hell. Yeah. And and the like that whole family dynamic plot. Cause I, and then Ambrose was always out and about. Yep. And then everyone came back to her. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone, everything else, everything else in life betrays you, but your closest friends and your family. And that's what the show is doing, right? Which is genius that they're doing it, but they're doing it in this really hyperbolic way, which is, which is, which is, extra- I mean, it's, it's, it's extraordinary that they're pulling it off at all and that they haven't gone down like the car, the cartoonish betrayal of everything that it was supposed to be walking dead path because they right. haven't, they've amped it up. They've made it crazier and they haven't fucked it up the way 
Walking Dead did. So, I mean, I just, it's like watching someone go higher and higher up on a tightrope and juggle more and more objects. And it, what they're doing looks crazy. But you're like, oh my God, you haven't fallen yet or dropped anything. That's pretty it's, it's It's like when you go to the, when you are at like the Cirque's delay or whatever you say, mm -hmm. like when people are doing it, like they're doing shit so crazy. You're like, okay, well then they're just not real. <laughs> like the show's not real. <laughs> totally. It's too good. <laughs> it's so, totally. Yes. Uh, to go to, uh, to the beginning of the season, yes. um, and I forget the girl's name, Ambrose and... Uh, Prudence? Prudence. Yes. What do you think about them two? I love up? them. I love that Ambrose is the MacGyver of the magician world. He's <laughs> right. always, like, fixing yes. things. <laughs> and that yes. was... It was it was really frustrating <laughs> there to no me. Oh my God, dude, it was him. so frustrating to me <laughs> when they got to, like, the fifth plot turn where they were like, we're doomed. The whole family's doomed. We're screwed. We're going to run out. We have no, we don't have witch powers. We're doomed. And then Ambrose would be like, I just thought of something. I'm like, fuck you. Stop. <laughs> Put that cabinet like, upside down. <laughs> Grab a clock. Start boiling some water. <laughs> He's like the spell MacGyver, which is ridiculous. So, But I love his character. I love the actor. I love the way, the, the how he's portraying things and kind of like his exasperation because he knows he can just fix it. If everyone will just give him time. Right. Stop interfering with shit. And stop like making the wrong decisions. Just give me a moment. You know, like whatever. I think he's great. I think I think Prudence's arc is one of the most interesting arcs in the show. And maybe one of the more interesting arcs in Supernatural shows in general, at least running right now. Because quietly, she's sort of like an MVP down there. She's like yeah. not getting a lot of that attention. But she is one of those people. Because remember, the show at its heart is about... How do you combine things that shouldn't go together? How do you combine having like that f that that free, hopeful teenage spirit and energy, like change the world energy, with like growing up and becoming an adult and having responsibilities? And how do you mm -hmm. put those things together? How do you date? How do how do genders that are so or whatever do you want to call it like so opposite or personalities that are so like in conflict? Like the guy's name's Harvey Kinkle for fuck's sake. She's Sabrina Spellman. He's <laughs> Harvey Kinkle. They put it in the name. He, they don't belong together. It's not like Romeo and. <laughs> like, that's not how it goes, right? So, like, like his name is, is ridiculous. So, you're putting these things together, and Prudence is an intersection already. Yeah. She's part scary, part responsible. She's part, you know, family loyal and part, like, out for herself. She's already down the path of... Maybe, oh. maybe you can combine Dude. these things into a into a thing. Maybe if you put chocolate and peanut butter together, maybe it becomes something better. She's like, maybe if I stay scary, but also do the right thing sometimes, like where will we head? And she heads down a really interesting path. She I, and I and I think her, she's probably had the best arc out of the, all three seasons mm -hmm. because she's she's grown the most. They've yeah, but you don't really notice her. They, they that's like, what you're right because. Because as you were talking about, like, I imagine, like, you know, like, when the Indiana Jones, like, when they're flying, like, the little red line. I was imagining her that as her arc. <laughs> and it's just, like, gone up. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, in your face. Right. And, and Oh, and then her sister, the, the Asian yes, lady. Yes, yeah. Her going batshit and being she was great she was great when she was crazy because she was the great did, guy they, pan drove her crazy and she was she was scary she, she was she was actually really terrifying they right. did kill the one sister though they did kill her off she reminded me of she they did but yeah. they, she reminded me of no one but me is gonna remember this but there was a character named Kalista in the xena warrior princess series was it the blonde lady it was the blonde who played crazy 
and played it with like that manic energy behind her eyes. Like I'm, I'm just going to kill everything in my path, but look like I'm the sweetest thing right. in the world. And, and, and Prudence's sister had that sort of like vibe. So I thought that was really cool. And then can we talk for a second about like, because it was aggravating me, but then like this show's casting a spell on me. I started to like it. That's weird. Am I like, are we really recording this or am I like, that's trapped, what I'm saying. Like, like being, have a spells cast to me because every, like with anything else, like when we watch things recently, because it has not been a great start to the year for horror in, in the movies. That has been a great start right? for life. Dude. <laughs> well, for sure. But, but you know, it's, we're watching things that are aggravating and they aggravate and then they stay aggravated, but I couldn't stay aggravated in this show. I don't know why I'm starting to suspect they you know, have a voodoo doll of me down there somewhere, but, but well, that's the other, per- that's what's, no, 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 keep going. The thing is they changed who's being worshipped. Right. And it got really weird because they didn't worship the dark Lord anymore. At the start of the season, they had the dark Lord imprisoned and they were, they, they were, were worshiping. They were, too, um, they were worshiping to Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. And I didn't buy that at all, right? Like, you can't worship the Lilith. Lilith is, like, insecure. She's a great character, but she's... As soon as she was down in hell, ruling hell for a minute, and they were like, uh, Dark Lord's coming. And she, like, cut and ran. <laughs> like, she was like... There was hey, a lot know. of really slick, subtle things they did with Lilith. She, yeah, she's amazing. And, and and Mrs. Wardwell and all those things. So, but, that's true, but we'll go back to her in a second. But, the, you know, I, because I she's an amazing character, but... She's not particularly powerful or particularly brave. She's just really cunning and she's really mm-hmm. good at manipulating things to come out to like an end she's trying to get to, right? Right. But you you wouldn't worship her. It's like worshiping Bill Belichick. He's manipulative. He's cunning. You don't pray to Bill Belichick. It's kind of like all they had. They're like, so, this Right, exactly. They and, did crown her, though, King of Hell. But at the end they, of season two, they, they did. But but again, they started playing with these theories of. There was even a moment in the show where they were saying that hell might be the power source for evil and not the devil, and yeah. they were trying to negate the devil's power by finding where he derives his power from. They were like, "Let's find the battery." They literally said that line, and then they were like, "No, it doesn't come from hell. It comes from inside the devil. The, the power, the devil's power, comes from inside him, not from hell." So they were even trying to figure out like what runs this whole thing. Yeah. Right. What's the power source of this? Mm -hmm. And while they're playing with those concepts, they switch it and decide to worship Hecate. Now, now let me tell you why that is fascinating to me, because that's ancient Greek, like Druid moon worship stuff. That that's the oldest stuff we know of. Right. That's like the ancient Egyptian. Like you can't go farther back than moon worship. (laughs) It's as far back as you can go. Right. And the fact that they went back past Christianity, right? They went way back. They're kind of saying that the older it is, the more powerful it is, but also the longer it has time to run out of power and just kind of run down and vanish, right? So the further back something goes, the more powerful it is. As a matter of fact, the pagans were even scoffing at the Dark Lord, Satan, because they were like, we're before him, right? Yeah. So everything's trying to figure out. It's fucking hierarchy. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Is it, no matter where you chase in the show, they're trying to figure out where is that stack? Is it above this? Is it below that? Is it above this? But they're doing it in a storytelling way that you notice, right? Which is fascinating to me. Yeah. I mean, Dante's circles of hell are literally nine circles of hell on top of each other in order. No wonder they were fascinated by that shit. There was a moment where Lilith I think it was when Sabrina decided to do the challenges or she 
she did something where she became she was stepping into her power and she kind of gives like this like i'm proud of you smirk mm-hmm. and it kind of reminded me did you guys did you and jenny ever watch um the morning show no not yet there's a lot of any basically anytime someone's acting in that show there you, you are trying to figure out if it's acting in their own self you know interest Public persona yeah or, right, right yeah yeah totally. and i and i felt like they did that really well with her this season totally. because of how many times power was getting uh yep. thrown around uh there's two characters i want to get to one yes the there's more the Haitian, that is what i'm saying like okay we haven't talked about the fucking dude right right we no. haven't talked about uh, the wit, the group of witches at the end, the, yep. the Haitian the witches lady, that are summoned the voodoo. Part, oh my like, god! All of that. The was witches amazing. that were summoned. I thought that was the coolest assembly yep. of witches. First of all, I love horror movie witches. Yeah, that went straight the craft. That whole sequence. You was. had the girl who like looked like she was like some drowned mummy. You yep. had the Haitian lady. Yep. You had like the old school kind of like classic looking witch. Yep. Like I loved all of it, and the fact that they the one girl soiled. The uh, the grounds around mm-hmm. the funeral home, yep. like the the camaraderie that they had together, of like teaming up, like honestly, that was some like Avengers level shit. And so, doing. and I know that I keep making this point, but like just thinking out loud, the 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 witch that controlled Voodoo, she ended up becoming almost. She was basically the equal. She saved all of them, and she was basically the equal in power of Hilda and. Um, Zelda. Right. So she, the show, you can tell the show approves of that character. You could tell that that was like, they knew that that character was someone that was, they were going to put on par with all of their time. I just people. loved when they went to New Orleans. Oh, that was incredible. And, and, but of all the, of all the religions, I mean, they brought everything into this, right? They got Greek, they got Egyptian, they got Christian, they got, I mean, everything is in here. Mm-hmm. But voodoo is a fascinating case because voodoo is a hybrid. Right. So like voodoo is an older thing. They got mashed together with Christianity. That's why there's like saints and kind of that kind of in it as well. So it's a it's a combination of things, which is right. When the hierarchy gets mixed, you get stronger if you can bring two things together and keep them together. Right. Right. So so the fact that they are exploring that with with these characters and and it's going so well. And and when you think about how they even brought the green man down, even that was a combination. They like tricked them mm-hmm. and put pestilence, the disease witch, inside the wicker man, and it ate it out from inside, right? Because if you combine the wrong things, they die. If you combine the right things, you get stronger. This is the philosophy of this show. Wow. <laughs> right? We I'm... figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need to talk about the rest. <laughs> figured it out, which is, I'm, it's, it's, I now, dude, I gotta be honest. When, as soon as you said that, my gut was like, "Now I kind of want to rewatch it." Like, and I don't really rewatch TV, you right, know, because right. like, it right. takes you know, it's, right. time, it's an right. investment. But right. that was that made me kind of want to go back and check some of the shit out. Um, I lo- so I loved I loved all those witches. I loved the voodoo. La- I yep. loved the voodoo lady. Yep. Anytime I play like a video game, there's like a voodoo option, like yep. a voodoo character I'm or. Like, BattleBots, who was our favorite? Oh bot. my God, Witch, Witch Doctor. Doctor. God, <laughs> right? I hope they come back stronger this year. <laughs> um, they were all great. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the Lovecraft stuff? So, like, even with starting with them finding, um, God, I always forget his name. He looked like Bob Ross when they found him for the first time. <laughs> oh, the, Blackwood. Blackwood. Yeah. Uh, who also? I mean, there's even though like I, yeah, we even even talked about the Dark Lord, dude. 
All the acting of this show is right. so goddamn good. <laughs> but what do you think about them discovering him and it had been like, like you know, decades? I mean, I don't like a lot of the time loop stuff because it just, again, you... So, and this is what I was telling Jenny when I was getting aggravated watching this in real time before they cast the spell me and made, it like me, made me like it all retroactively. That's how I get you. Is, is, you know, I was turning to her and I was like, look, I, I'm going to give you one, but I can't give you two. You, you can't have everyone who dies can get just brought back. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, anyone we're looking at could be someone else because of what they call the glamour. They can disguise each other as other things. Like, they keep doing that switch where... I mean, it's all the plot points turn on that. Like, literally, they thought they were putting someone in the Wicker Man, but it was someone disguised as someone else. The the it, When they were doing the, the, the three relics, Caliban was disguising himself as... Judas it, buried in the stone, but it was really Caliban. Like they keep doing this shit. Like so, no, everyone can look like anyone else. No one can really die, right? And then on top of that, you're time traveling. Fuck you. That's way too much shit in this soup. Like you, you've got you've one of those things takes away stakes in a horror movie or show. You have three. You can time travel, resurrect, and disguise yourself. You know Get what? the fuck out of here. No, dude. So. You discovered, like, the philosophy of the show. They discovered that if you add all the things that make bullshit, it, it, it equals it becomes it out. glorious. Yeah, it just becomes they glorious. They cancel each other out, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, fuck you. Like a negative integer plus a negative integer is a positive integer. Exactly. Right? They That is what they have discovered. So, yeah. Hats okay. off to them. So Stephen King should blow up more shit, like, all the time. If the Overlook had blown up and then all the parts fucked each other. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a perfect ending. <laughs> Every room would have been that weird old bear room. Or whatever uh, was going on. So, but yeah, right. But Blackwood. I, yes, I. Lo- I so I. I actually. So the fact that almost all of the male characters have no arc. Their arcs a flatline. Like Blackwood hasn't changed at all. He's went backwards. He's, he's trying. He's, like like they broke him. Totally. He's, <laughs> he's like, trying to get his shit together. But he's not. He's just pinky in the braining it. Like still. Like mm-hmm. he's just trying to take over the world. He's he's not like he's like whatever. And that's the thing is I think they're the base notes in in, in the music structure. Right. They're just the thing that they're, they're that they're building on. And I think they're doing it up early. I think I think you discovered how season three is going to, but or season four, because um, at one point in time, and I loved this part. Sabrina talked about hell joining forces with heaven, combining the mm-hmm. good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a theory, and I yeah. and it ties into what you just said, uh, because the Dark Lord himself mm-hmm. played a pretty minor-ish role this season. Like right. he was locked up a lot of the time, yep. barely held on his power. And they talked about the elder gods. So now we now we know we have earth, heaven, hell, mm-hmm. and then this bigger and that egg hatch. That's literally a spoiler. The end of the whole season. Oh, yeah, right, right. People are saying it's Cthulhu, but that's what everyone's going to say when it's Lovecraft related. Of course. Who the fuck knows? There's like a thousand dudes. But right. uh, combining heaven and hell to defeat the elder gods. Totally. Do you? Like, like, totally, I, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, we got to go to heaven next season because I. Do you totally. remember the angels? I mean, it's very one? Avengers, right? Like, it's very like you know Loki. Like it has to will happen. work against you until something bigger puts everything in threat, and then he'll work with you to ward off whatever the other thing is until the other thing goes away, and then he'll turn into an asshole again. Right? <laughs> exactly. But do you remember <laughs> the angels from season one? I do. Just the fact that they were like this holier than anything else mm-hmm. and complete assholes. Mm-hmm. 
I want more of those guys. Like, mm-hmm. there has not been... Oh, my God. We didn't even get to the, the fucking... You see? God, dude. I'm, <laughs> you, oh, my God. I, That's look, why I was surprised you rated the season lower because I just felt like there was so much going on here. I'm like, this is going to be a four-hour episode, first of all. And then second of all, I was like... Why did I rate it a lower episode? So much episode? of it was good and great and interesting. And, you know, they were they were planning away a lot of the shit that, that I felt like... So, I'll give you I'll give you an example. The I couldn't rate this season lower than than season two or season one for just one reason. Just one reason that I can sum it up in two words. You ready? The mines. Thank fucking Christ, we weren't in the mines. The mines You're were terrible. So right. Fuck that Indiana Jones Temple of Doom shit. Like it was yeah. terrible, man. And then they figured out that answer. was terrible. And they put they were like, let's spend more time in hell with all this whatever, and let's not spend time in the mines looking at cave drawings. What was happening over there? They went insane with this show and it worked. <laughs> I changed my initial rate. <laughs> I think season three. <laughs> Do I think it's the best? <laughs> I don't think I still don't think it's the best. I think it's probably second best. Okay. Still, I but it, but like I I think it's 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 definitely good. Um, they had that whole addiction subplot with Nick Scratch and the Dark Lord. I remember we're talking about combining things to make him stronger. Let me give you a counterexample. They combined Blackwood and the Dark Lord. They were living in each other, and they got stronger. Like they were plotting in there and switching switching out like. How are we going to get out of this trap? Who's going to do what? Like, whatever, right? But they were, it was a temporary alliance where they didn't learn anything from each other because they're men. But they still, like, it was interesting that they were inside, they were they were conferring inside one body, right? Like right. Jekyll and Hyde style. I think, I think, I think I need to watch this season again, <laughs> I think, to be honest. I think it's really grown when we're just talking about it. Because like we didn't discuss, like we haven't had this. This is our first discussion right, totally. about the... Yeah, we're usually pre-talk. Uh, about the season. Um, so, I, But I like what they did with Blackwood. Yeah. I liked what they did with the devil himself. Um, I, I think he is, is really well portrayed. Lucifer Morningstar, yeah, um, for sure. I really, I, I want to see him do more. And I think we're going to get that next season, now that we have... Uh, He's going to be ruling with dual Sabrina. Now, yeah, I agree. But let me tell you, so the only thing that makes me not put this above the other seasons okay. is, so where where's the flaw? Like, we now, now like, i got to shake myself out of the spell. And, okay, yeah, right. so that's okay. So the, fl- the flaw is the Queen Elizabeth ending. I get why it was happening. Right. But it was fucking terrible. <laughs> like, you can't convince me that that was not awful. She shouldn't have been dressed up like that. Now, let me tell you why they did that. My suspicion is, just like the movie Elizabeth with Kate Blanchett, the the idea behind that, and just like actual history, the idea behind that was nobody was taking women seriously as figures of authority back then when she was doing it, like 1600s or whatever that was. Um, so she was arming herself in the trappings of something that would be intimidating. Because and she, but she needed the female version of it, right? She couldn't dress up like put put on a sword and dress up like a pirate and 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 like whatever. She was giving them the what's the most powerful image I can project with that people will look up to and semi worship and 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 do the thing. And there's a trick to it because the idea behind it is that she she was known as the Virgin Queen. It's her virginity that's part of the power of it, right? That's why she's in whiteface because she's literally portraying herself as super innocent, like 
untouchable, like you, you, you like not right. corrupted of the world, better than the world, better than this world, right? It's fucked up. It's a fucked up way of thinking about things, right? <laughs> but that's where it came from, right. right? So then they 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 gave it to Sabrina at the end of it, right? And obviously Sabrina in school or at home with her with her aunts, and Sabrina there. I think they're going to diverge, and there's going to be two Sabrinas. I wouldn't be surprised to see the two Sabrinas fighting each other, right? Yeah. Because now there's literally two of them once the time loop kind of split wide, which is also like whatever. It's going to frustrate me until it doesn't. <laughs> so well, you're definitely out of the spell. <laughs> right, right. But I don't, first of all, there's way, there's a really tricky meaning behind a lot of why that looks the way it looks. And it might be too big for the show, right? It, it, but second, and, and I trust them. They, they know obviously way better than me at what they're doing. So let's assume that they know all the they know the hand grenade that they're holding right? right they know where the pin is they know like you know so they know how how big the charge is so let's assume that they know that they, they and they're planning they can handle it i still don't like it and the reason i still don't like it is because it's the it's the it, there was no need for there was no need for it to be that choice right so like lucifer morningstar looks like like any devil you see portrayed in modern style, like literally the show Lucifer, right? Like just like, I mean, he looks like a male model, right? With, with a sneer. <laughs> That's what he looks like. So he, all he has to do, all Lucifer Morningstar has to do in the morning is wake up, put on a sport coat, get a sneer going, and he's out. But Sabrina, Queen of Hell... Is gonna take four hours to get dressed <laughs> to go hold court on a thing I see or whatever. What and even if it's a ce- only a ceremonial thing, and she's not gonna look like I that, thought that was a ceremonial, I, which is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I get that, but even if you're that, then that's also ridiculous because when Queen Elizabeth do it, did it, that's how she looked in public for the rest of time. So either we're stuck with that, which I think is dumb. Or she's not going to do it again, in which case, why did she do it in the first place, right? For that one ritual, she already had intimidated the shit out of everybody, right? The kings of hell were all, like, worshiping her, like, whatever. Like, I just felt like it was, it almost felt like a shortcut to to cram more meaning into something and that their insane meaning grabbing from every direction failed them for one time. And suspiciously, when they grab from mythology, it worked. When they grab from religion, it worked. And when they grab from history, it's failed to me. Right. So right. stay off of history. Don't grab for more history. Don't give me Jack the Ripper. Don't give me fucking like Countess Bathory, like the female Dracula, whatever. Stay the fuck away. Go to religion. Go to myth because you rule there. But d- don't make her Queen Elizabeth. It pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was just pure stylistic kind of stuff. I, didn't I mean, if I showed you the end of the movie Elizabeth, the Kate Blanchett one, it's almost shot for shot. I mean, they literally just stole it. And they're too creative and too original for that. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> I feel like it's how you only I have I feel, like this I feel strong like, an opinion on. I think you do. I think I think that's, I think age. I think every director would shoot except for David Lynch would shoot all <laughs> ceremonial, well, high society right. things like that. Probably the same. And I didn't really, I didn't really bump on it that much. I like the idea of the dual Sabrinas because. I mean, how many people wish they could be in two places at once? I liked Dual Sabrina's. The show had to go there. I just didn't like that the Queen Elizabeth one. Oh, so that, that's the only. Of, so that's what oh you no, on. no. I love Dual Sabrina's. Oh, all right. Well. I, the Queen Elizabeth look and everything that was they were bringing into it and all that shit. I just felt like it was terrible. And, I will say this. And remember the mind sequence that we hate. Yeah. That was also based on history. So every time they go to history, I feel like it's a fail. I think 
I think we should pass that message along. Like, <laughs> like, if they're like, we should pull from Hands history. Off. We'd be like, well, maybe if you can find something in like a mythology book, <laughs> maybe it'll play a little better. No, I'll be, I'll be damned though if we see Sabrina at every scene and she's in. The- <laughs> I'll be like, damn it! That's he was I'm, right. That's what I'm saying. And we got eight episodes. I will say this: they did, they did stick us with eight episodes. They're going down an episode. They are. So, if, although they were longer, right? I think they were about the same. Oh, never mind. But if you could just give us an extra. Oh, you're episode, right. I'm thinking of the outsider. Never mind. Give us an extra episode. Is there any? Why? It took us four hours to talk about this one. I know, Fuck that. Because I love it, dude. I'm already sitting, dude. I'm, I'm not going to lie. We're sitting here talking. I'm already sitting there going. You know, they kind of drop, you know, those trailers when we least expect it. You know, another season's right around the corner. You know, I, here's what I hope, though. I hope, I hope they give this show. I don't want it to run into, like, what Vampire Diaries and all that shows right. for 17 seasons. But if we could get, like, four more solid ass I mean seasons. I see why you're saying that but I, I to be honest with you with their crazy recipe I I'm in for however long they can take it before they fall down because who All knows right. how long they can take because again that's the thing is I wouldn't have recommended they write any of this the way they wrote it if imagine true, ima- as true. as like as streamlined a thinker as I try to be imagine them coming in and being like writer room day one like okay season 3 what do you think all right well look I was doing some research and let me tell you Greek mythology, Indian mythology, Egyptian mythology, Green Man, Celtic mythology, Druid mythology, voodoo. Christianity, voodoo. Like, let's do it all. I'd be like, you. Just, so you just have no idea. <laughs> you just brought in a book. <laughs> a book? You just brought in the library. But but it's it, it's working. And so if they would recommend that they would go 20 seasons, I would say no again. But I was wrong once. Let's see how far they can take it. The only thing is that, that because... Honestly, like, again, it, it all kind of hangs on eras of life, right? So, like, you know, when you when you think about The Crown, the show The Crown, they just announced that the fifth season will be the last. Right. right? Thank God, because I wouldn't <laughs> want to watch a season of Jeffrey Epstein hanging out with Prince Andrew or whoever, like, doing these modern right. things. Like, what, I mean, I don't... Who wants to see Queen Elizabeth when she's 100? She must spend half her day on the toilet. <laughs> so, like, like, there's a time where it runs out. Just the era of life, right? So, Sabrina, as a 42-year-old accountant, I'm not in for her, which yeah. is fine. But... If they can keep it crazy and keep amping it up and keep going, whatever, and the time of life, era of life thing doesn't trip it up, then let's see how far they go. I'll buy that. Is there any character we missed? Uh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I mean, obviously, there's got to be, right? There's, there was, um, there was, uh, oh, there was more pagans than the whatever. There, okay, were, the, the... there were the pig kids. Remember, people got changed into pig. There was Circe. Circe's from Greek mythology. She's the one who um, sings to you, and you're in a ship, and you're you're on the ship, and she sings a beautiful song to you, and you're enchanted. You head towards the song, and then your ship breaks up on the rocks because she's luring you to destruction, where uh, she's going to hypnotize you or eat you or whatever she's going to do, like whatever. They put that in there. Yeah. Dude, you know what character <laughs> we haven't talked about? Oh, no. And I think we can end it on these three. Unless it's <laughs> no, we didn't talk about how Vlad the Impaler oh. is in this season. Yeah, I hated dude. that too, to be honest. What? I hated no, that. No, dude. Oh, I hated that. No. Terrible. Man. Oh, my God. I did love Pontius Pilate and Judas. I thought those were great. But that Count Dracula name drop was so cameo hard. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. That bothered me. What'd you like about it? 
In fact, it was fucking Dracula, dude. <laughs> well, you're a monster squad. Well, I liked him about it, dude. He he came up with that must that mustache, and I was like, they're going for like the. the well, the I mean, that's the first time he's ever been portrayed like ac- that accurately, which is which is cool. But it's history, and I hated it. Wait, it's history. Wow. It. Holy shit. That's the that's my code for this. I hate everything they do that's historical because he's a real person. Uh, Dude, season four comes out. They're like, it's a big history lesson. We're, <laughs> we're, we're merging off from the mythology and we're going right Boom. to the hardcore history. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, but I mean, I get why you liked it. I just didn't like. I I didn't. I like thought three the, of them, like the yeah. guy that came out of the tree with the crown, like yeah. that was awesome. And by the way, I can't believe we haven't mentioned any of this yet, but. They were stealing from Shakespeare all over the place. And I, you know that Shakespeare is my favorite thing right. in the universe that's artistic, right? So, like, Sycorax is... So, uh, l- let me give you the story. The, Shakespeare's... What's considered to be his last play, or at least his last great play, is called The Tempest, right? The Tempest... The Tempest, the ship gets lured on the rocks and breaks up. Okay. <laughs> okay, but in The Tempest, there's a magician, Prospero who was exiled from his home country and he's raising his daughter and on the island he has a spirit that serves him named Ariel who's good and a spirit who serves him who hates serving him who wants to break away and his name is Caliban and his mother is named Sycorax and Sycorax is a person who traps people into a tr- trees and makes them suffer forever in the tree because she's a witch right uh. they have like hardcore shakespeare shit going on in this show too they were taking from everywhere it's incredible wow it's absolutely incredible i i i, I admire the sheer just you know it's like a slow cooker recipe <laughs> nerve of it the fact that they could put all that fit all that into a thing damn so uh it's it's a matter of fact that the movie you love um the sci-fi movie for forbidden planet Oh, with yeah. um, Leslie, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen and Robbie the Robot is a remake of the play of The Tempest. Plot, plot, plot for plot. You know how he's on the planet with his daughter and then they come, the sailors come, or the starship people come? That's the plot of The Tempest. You've seen the play of The Tempest. You just don't know it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, right? So, I mean, that's the... And in, they, in that show, they, they took Caliban out. They made Caliban the robot. In that movie, the robot is Calvin, and he doesn't rebel. He doesn't care because he's a robot. So they solved the uncomfortable slave metaphor (laughs) by by making it a fucking Michelin Man robot. But um, regardless, this show is like, I'm telling you, there is someone behind this show who has read more than any of us. (laughs) I don't know who they are. but It's probably probably Doctor Strange. You know, like when he's sleeping, he's still (laughs) reading books and shit. Like, I feel like that's that's who's probably making the show. Probably is. So I'm telling you, man, I I can feel that I sold you on this season as a thing because... It's, I think it's a season to be admired. I think it's interesting what they're doing. And I think it'll really speak to people. And I, 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 I almost wish that I had seen it like as a 12-year-old or 13-year-old, just kind of like in that age group that it's sort of meant for. Because I feel like it would be one of those things that would float into your head time to time when you were growing up and be like, I'm going to do what Sabrina did or I'm going to do like whatever. I think it's one of those things that can connect to people, even like subconsciously, like whatever. And teach some interesting lessons or even like unsettle some truths that aren't really true, which is even more important than learning lessons. I love it. I think it's great. I love it. It's right now. It's like the best source for creatures. Yeah. And since the outsider went to dog shit, it managed to be 
no. the first two episodes were some of the best television I've seen out of the horror realm in, in a couple years, or at least stands with. And then every episode after that has been progressively worse and worse. Is like, the one guy terrible. still directing them? I haven't even looked. I, I've been so disappointed that I was just like walking away. Like Damn. literally the last episode, Jenny couldn't even get through it. She was so bored. She fell asleep twice. And I like I'm a slow born person. Like I'm an A24. Like I like that kind of stuff. But th- I mean, this is taking it way too far. I mean, there were literally times where th- I don't want to review the show right now. But the point is, the what I had going right now was I was looking forward to Westworld because I like it, but it's not out yet. And the Outsider was there getting me by, and then Sabrina came out, but I binged it. Yeah. <laughs> so now nice. the Outsider is terrible, and who knows? It could come back. It's got more episodes. But right. Like for right now, Sabrina was the best thing. You know. Oh, that, uh, fill that gap with Watchmen. Because then, then totally. Because now it's all out, so you can binge that. <laughs> for- yeah, finally, right. Um, so, recommend the show. Let us know what you think of of this show. Let us know who your top five, top eighty eight characters. Yeah, are who the, the top eighty eight characters who are, are. And, and tell then, us who your most disappointing two hundred characters in Sabrina. Yeah, the follow up list, the two hundred, <laughs> two hundred others. Uh, let us know what your top sixteen favorite plot lines were, and let us know what your eight. Least favorite plot lines were. Um, what else can we? Yeah, exactly. Ask them? Right. What hundred historical events should they not write about? Next <laughs> let, let us know if, if Midway shows up or D Day. It's gonna start. Seeing, I'm gonna freak out. You're gonna see old Japanese plays fly by. We're like, oh shit, they're going for it. They're going for it. Until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.